Hey guys, this is my special guest Tiffany on Hi. my new episode of All of Olivia. Can't wait for you to check it out. Bye. And welcome to the All of Olivia podcast, where we are all about helping others, all about inspiring growth in all areas of your life, and all about creating generational wealth. I am your host, Olivia, and this is the All of Olivia podcast, where we are all love. Today, we have a special guest. Her name is Tiffany Hoover. She is not only an amazing businesswoman, she has an amazing heart just to help others and just inspire people to follow what their purpose is. So I'm excited for you to be here. Thank you so much for coming. Yes, I'm so excited. Awesome. So what's crazy is if you guys do not follow her, we'll get into that later about how you can follow her, but she is into a new growth in her business. So you just purchased your own commercial building. I did. I oh did. my gosh. Tell me about that. Like, how's your experience going? What's going on with that, this transition period and all that good stuff? Yeah. So, um, everything happens for a reason. And I was finding, I've been in the same space for about seven years and, um, I was finding a lot of different things, uh, that were issues for me trying to run a business and people being able to control what I do. Um, and I was getting frustrated. So I one day happened to go online and I started looking at spaces and this specific building that I've always loved, I used to go there for lunch all the time. And when I saw it, I'm like, this is it. And I knew it was gonna sound crazy. So I, um, I woke my boyfriend up and I was telling him, I'm like, you're gonna think I'm absolutely insane, but I want to buy this building and I can do it. I said I ran the numbers. I'm a big numbers person, so I ran the numbers, and um, it made sense to me. So we went and looked at it that day, and, you know, the, he was like, he does real estate. He's like, you know, don't don't act too excited, you know? You, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, what do I need to do now? Exactly. And so we started the process. Uh, it took a long time. We actually started the purchase um, in the end of September, October, and we closed escrow uh, December 21st. And I kept pretty quiet. The only people that knew were the people that worked with me in my salon, me and my team. And as soon as I, like going through the process, I literally saw this building, like when I visioned this building, I visualized it with this kind of beam above it. Um, like it was to glorify God and mm -hmm. When I interviewed through the bank, uh, it was like a very interesting process because I'd never experienced anything like that. So they actually interview you and they ask you, you know, what makes you different, you know, in your industry? Like, why do you feel that you can do something like this? Um, and so I had to explain to them, which rather they understood <laughs> or not, I just explained to them, you know, you guys may see this as a beauty industry thing. However, like God has such a big purpose for this building. Mm -hmm. And I believe that this is going to be a big light in our city of San Diego. Yeah. And I think that's, that definitely goes with the message that I've shared previously, how God uses, there's, like you just said, there's a bigger purpose to it. You know, you look at it, people look at it as, okay, it's just a salon, Right. But when you see the impact that you're having on not only your employees, but your clients and the area around you, 
and just letting you, God use you to again, glorify him and say, what is your purpose? How are you going to use me? It's just, it goes to another level. So yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. And I, I remember, you know, they were like, well, we have other offers on this building. And, um, the one thing I just kept saying is, well, nobody, nobody has more than God. So if God intends this building to be mine, I have zero worries. I have nothing yeah. to worry about. So and I kept sticking him. with that, even with the doubt in all of the complications. And here we are. Awesome. Awesome. So some of our listeners may not know you or your business. So you own Lawa Meraki. Mm-hmm. So downtown San Diego is where you have your salon. Tell us a little bit, how long have you been in business and what else are you doing? Give us a little bit more information about that. So I've been in the industry for a really long time. I started before social media was a big thing and um, I always was so against social media and um, I've had to you know, get caught up in that aspect. Um, however, I started educating a long time ago, even before I did hair. I started educating for an extension company, Halo Couture, actually, which my mentor was a beautiful, godly woman. And so I got a lot of, um, I mean, I grew up being a godly woman myself, so I was really blessed to have somebody like Tina in my life, which she's passed now. Um, but she kind of guided and molded me um, into who I am in business and just kind of seeing that. I can be this entrepreneurial, like Christian, godly woman, still be, you know, non-judgmental, down to earth, um, accepting and all of these things, you know, that people kind of put you in this little nutshell. And I saw that it could be different than that. And, you know, my job was just to guide, love um, and encourage people. Um, So I traveled forever for like nine years and I realized, okay, well, I need to ground myself and root myself somewhere. Um, so I worked in La Jolla for a little bit. I got a studio downtown um, and then I got my first brick and mortar about seven years ago and uh, it started as 1,500 square feet. I took over next door, so I got my second brick and mortar and made them one and then a couple years later, uh, another building became available so I um, was leasing three uh, storefronts within the same building and then I quickly learned you know of recent you know what I need to be you know building my own wealth and I'm looking out for my own future Um, so that's kind of how I got here awesome and so in your salon you have obviously other employees so how many people do you employ and work with you So with our business in the beauty industry, it's a little bit different how it works. So I have some people who are renters who they have their own business under my umbrella um, and I can still guide them. They can still run their own business with my guidance. And then I have people who work for me um, as employees. So typically we have anywhere from 15 to 24 people. It just kind of depends on the season and what's going Mm -hmm. on. Um, And that's including the spa and the salon. That's awesome. And that's one thing that I actually like about that industry and how you're operating because you're teaching these other ladies also, again, by mentoring them or showing them how to run their own business. Mm -hmm. So it's not just you're an employee, I'm going to pay you for your time here. But they're watching you and learning how to become businesswomen. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is in our world, a lot of people want to, you know, make you a... Um, you're going to be in this constant place of 
working for somebody mm-hmm. and they people don't want you to grow yeah. people don't want you to have the knowledge of growth because it it makes them fearful yeah. that people are going to outgrow them or leave them and you know my human nature there's been many times to where I've felt hurt or betrayed and I've had to really step back and take a look at myself and realize that I'm doing this I'm doing this because this is what I'm here to do I really felt that I was designed to help others and just give love and Mm -hmm. guide them and whatever they do with that is their decision rather I agree with it or not um that's not my place and you know that's something like being in our world today is we're always trying to compete and we're always you know comparing and even myself you know people see me a certain way but I still have those same thoughts and struggles Mm -hmm. so I have to literally you know sit back and tell myself like hey God's blessing you is so much you have no reason to be upset or angry or any of those feelings mm-hmm. but they're inevitable like everyone's going to feel those feelings yeah. um Christian non-Christian it doesn't matter like it it's a part of you know it's it's crazy because I'm reading a book it's called um outwitting the devil and pretty much he's you know, pretty saying how fear is one of the biggest ways that people are controlled mm-hmm. and how they start and make steps in their life. So in your case, you know, where you were talking about your employees and you're empowering them without the fear of, oh my gosh, am I going to lose people or, you know, you are empowering them and you're just giving yourself to God and mm-hmm. resting in his peace and saying, you know what, God, you have my back. You have, you know, you're going to provide and not having fear control you on what 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 is this person going to do are they going to take my knowledge somewhere else are they going to outgrow me are they going to leave me you know it happens and that's okay um so just having that confidence in god and peace in god and and having that direct your life is something that i am definitely learning as well um but yeah yeah that's something i always say i actually tell the girls you know i have i'm kind of a tough love type of of a person so oh you are very um, much tough love i've yeah. seen you in your salon you know so <laughs> something that the rock they always say you know like like I, i'm i'm a godster like a godly gangster you yeah, know yeah. so i'm always you know like like get up like get yeah. it together you yeah. know and i always tell them like you know you've got god in your backpack yeah. you know and so it kind of gives them like a visual yeah um you know I, I find that myself, I do really well. I'm very artistic, so mm-hmm. I do really well with um, visuals. Mm-hmm. It really helps me yeah. um, kind of navigate. Yeah, yeah, Awesome, awesome. Okay, well, I had a couple of questions mm-hmm. that I know we started to kind of get into, but I wanted to touch base on. Um, so one point is a lot of people who see successful people or see success, they think that those individuals were either born into it or for some reason had more luck or, you know, people handed it to to them. What would you say to those people? Tell us a little bit about your background and, and all that. This is probably the deepest part about me. Um, I'm not one to overshare. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an extreme introverted extrovert. I'm really good around people, but I prefer to be by myself and keep a lot to myself. Um, yeah, I would a thousand percent disagree. I think that that is definitely, um, that happens. I know a lot of people who have been born into it. Um, but I see, and this isn't in all situations, but I see it's so different on both ends. A lot of people born into it, you know, they are searching for their own happiness and they, you know, they don't have the same feeling with creating and, you know, 
you know, like they say, blood, sweat, and tears, you know, they don't have, they don't value it as much because they didn't have to build it. Mm -hmm. So, um, with myself, I grew up very different. Um, I was born in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and then moved to Arkansas because where I lived in Fort Wayne, Indiana was not a good nor safe place. Um, my dad was into a lot of, uh, wild things and um, my grandparents wanted my mom to move us out of there Um, so when I was young we moved to Arkansas and you know I'm so grateful because my mom we grew up really poor there was many times we didn't have you know water electricity but I was so unaware of that because my mom made sure to make it like a pleasant experience for us. I remember her taking us on camping trips and hiking trips and we had this old van, white and blue stripes, rust all over. (laughs) Um, And I just remember her taking us to these places in the middle of the woods and to me, I didn't know then why she was doing it. Rather it be her and my dad were fighting and she wanted to get us away. Um, And those are like my best memories Mm -hmm. is, you know, eating junk food, playing games, and, you know, going on hikes, and, you know, it just, it's given me such perspective, and I really can see things differently than what people would expect me to see things, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think all of that was to be used for me now that I'm older, like, all of those things you know, that's why I try to, you know, they always say, look at things like not why is this happening to me, but this is happening for me. And I completely see that a hundred percent now. Um, I always thought, you know, why did I have to grow up like this? Mm -hmm. You know, and, um, it's because God had such a purpose for me to help others. Um, cause I've been there rather they know it or not. So yeah, I, um, grew up in Arkansas and, um, and I loved every second of it. There was so much behind the scenes. You know, I thrived in, you know, church and school and, you know, I cheered and I did everything. My home life was definitely um, rough. Um, but, you know, that made me who I am today. And it helps me share my experiences and how I got through what I went through um, to become who the like to become who I am today. Yeah. Well, I think um, that's something that I've been saying as well is just, it's part of my story. It doesn't define, your past doesn't have to define you. And that doesn't tell you who you are, what you've been through, the choices you may have made or situations that you were born into or your environment, but it's part of your story. And you can use that story in order to help and share with others to be relatable and to help draw them out. So that's awesome. So at what point, from then, you know, again, growing up in that type of environment, low-income family, just like myself, I didn't have people around me that were entrepreneurs or self-employed or go-getters in that sense, right? So at what point did you decide, I want to get into business? I want to run my own company. I don't think it happened like that for me. I think it was like destined for me. Um, And for me, it wasn't about, you know, hair or business or it's a way for me to connect with people like I I believe the reason I'm so good at what I do is because I don't think about the business standpoint of things I think about um the people mm-hmm. standpoint like an impact I'm making on yeah. each person um 
So I think it just has evolved into what it is today because I put people first. Mm -hmm. And I have this passion to make people happy and show people that they can be whatever they want to be. And it just so happened to be that I did that through hair in the beauty industry. Um, It it was never like, oh, I I can't wait to do hair. I never had a desire to do hair um, ever. (laughs) And yet this is where you're thriving. Yeah. That is amazing. And I'm I'm great at it because I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And then now, so you have, it's not just the salon and giving all these other ladies opportunities to learn from you and all that good stuff. But then you also recently, was it last year or the year before during COVID, you have started your own hair extension line. Yeah. So it's been, um, oh my gosh, well, COVID's been a lifetime now. So <laughs> I, I know guess this that's is, what I was like trying to count. Like, what, hold on, what year I guess was that? this is going on the third year, right? Oh like my since, gosh. Yeah, yeah. It's Time has like gone by so fast. Um, yeah, so my mentor that I worked for owned an extension company and I was the educator for that company. And I'm an extremely loyal person. So um, I always, people would always ask, why don't you start your own extension line? And I'm just like, you know, I love supporting, mm-hmm. you know, Halo Couture because that was, you know, she got me to really where I yeah. was today. Um, and when she had passed, uh, like a year later when COVID happened, you know, somebody had asked me again and I'm like, you know what? I have a lot of time on my hands and I am not one to be able to just sit around. So during COVID, I took it upon myself to, um, find the manufacturers. And I had kind of a head start because with Tina, I was kind of her right hand for a long time. So I got to travel with her to Hong Kong and I got to see how everything was done, the manufacturing plants. Um, so I decided to get European hair, or, um, Russian hair, sorry, not European hair, Russian hair. And I have it imported to Hong Kong to have it made and colored and packaged and everything there. That is awesome. Yeah. And and again, all part of your story and your journey and it's just evolving and watching it. It's it's amazing. I'm just so happy for you because we were talking before all this started as well and just everything else that you're doing now in business, not just your salon, not just your hair extensions, but then now she wants to become a a corporate building owner and rent and rent places out like you just have it's like your dreams just keep on bigging getting bigger and bigger and bigger the capacity is growing how are you handling that like what at some point some people look and i'm like okay they they just grew a little bit and then they're gonna stop for a little bit it just seems like okay you bought your building and now you're like still you're like pushing the limits and still trying to grow how are you handling all that in your capacity i just think it's a part of my testimony i literally love and thrive on um setting goals and I love the idea of doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I always have all these thoughts. Um, and in the beauty industry, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to be 36 and I'm still doing great now, but I have to think about the future, you know, because yeah. in the beauty industry, you have to really think about how you're going to retire and, you know, create passive income. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, I actually have a brother that lives in Wisconsin who does a lot of um, uh, flips. And so... I started really getting interested in that. Once I did my first purchase with this commercial building, you know, I'm like, okay, I did a, you know, a multi-million dollar building. So now what can I do? You know, and it just kind of, you know, 
I surprise myself mm-hmm. and um, it just really shows me like, ooh, like I like to see what I'm made of. I like yeah. to see like what I can do and I'm not scared to fail. Mm-hmm. So I'm a huge risk taker. I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, and then again, I tried to always, I promised myself in the beginning when I started that I would never forget to, you know, thank God. Yeah. You know, I, and that was a big thing to me. Like, I will never forget, like, this is always going to be my foundation. Um, and even with the extension line, I named mm-hmm. it Abundance Extensions and every color in my, um, of the hair, it's all faith-based. So every name for every color, um, is from something in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool because not everybody will know that, you know, people will be wearing and purchasing this product that has like deep meaning, you know, like behind the names and, um, you know, my whole thing is I am enough Mm -hmm. and, you know, obviously through Christ who strengthens me and, but women, I just want them to know that they're enough. And that's like my whole brand with abundance. And so I think that God trusts me with finances so therefore um because he knows that I'll try my best to do good with it Mm -hmm. and not just for myself for everyone around me I'm actually very selfless so um and he knows that obviously so I think that he just trusts certain people with certain jobs and that's why it just keeps happening like this yeah yeah yeah. I think um one part of my journey and my story that I'm going through right now is just being open and saying yes Mm -hmm. you know just to God and opportunities and a lot of times again people are either fearful or whatever and they limit themselves but I definitely and truly believe that if you say yes and you just open yourself God provides he'll provide the way he'll provide the money he'll provide the courage, the strength, the words, anything you need from him, he'll provide. All he needs is an open and willing vessel. Yeah. And absolutely. so, you know, by you just saying, you know, okay, you know, here I am, I'm, I'm doing this and God's providing, you know, here you wanted to buy a building, God provided and made it, made a way. And now you're just, okay, God, what else? I'm going to say yes. And just keeping that growth, you know, that's as, as a faith believer and believer in God, you know, just again, people can ask how do you handle this what how do you keep your capacity growing and you know my response for myself is just god just you know him just he provides everything he provides the peace the strength anything that you may need to just continue to grow and in your case especially you know from everything that i hear and people see when they talk about tiffany is your heart and so they see god through that and that's that's amazing like you said you're it's a salon but god's definitely shining through it that's awesome. Awesome. All righty. So another question that we have, so we ask everybody on our show, if you could share one thing to help people grow, what would that one thing be? I mean, obviously that that's really easy for me is, um, you know, just have faith in yourself and um, just know that you can literally do anything. And just because you fail, it doesn't mean that it's, you know, not ever going to happen. It just means that it's not the right time. Mm-hmm. And um, God knows what you can handle. And like I said, he, he trusts me with the things that I'm doing because he sees what I've done. Mm-hmm. And I'm by no means perfect, you know, but obviously my biggest advice would be, you know, rather you're a believer or not, just having faith in yourself and um, doing everything with love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I absolutely love that. Like I said, the, my biggest... Thing for you is just your heart and again every time so I sit in her hair in her chair 
you know, every few weeks to get my herded, but, um, just your heart. Every time that you talk to me and encourage me and, you know, of course, as with everybody, you sit and you tell your, your stylist and, you know, your manicurist and everybody that's doing all of your life drama. And she sits very patiently and listens to it. And just again, encouraging the encouraging words and the love that comes through. That's definitely what makes you stand out. And I'm excited to know you and have you here on the show and share and all that good stuff. So thank you so much for coming. Yes, thank you for having me. Awesome. All righty, guys. So this is the All of Olivia podcast. Go ahead, do me a favor, look into that camera, tell everybody how they can follow you, connect with you, and watch your journey, support you. All right. So my Instagram is my name, Tiffany underscore Hoover. And on there, you'll see all my businesses that I have, my extension line, uh, my salon and my spa. And I can't wait to you guys follow my journey. And I hope to see you guys in my space. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This is the All of Olivia podcast with Tiffany. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.